The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Welcome to the Mind Your Own Podcast with Aaron Sorensen and Sasha Durkin. Where we stick to sports, except when we're not. Hello and welcome back to the Mind Your Own Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Sasha. And I have to be honest, I've been looking forward to recording this podcast <laughs> since we recorded the last one. Me too. Not because Redemption. I, yes. Not because, not because I'm not excited every week to right. record this podcast, but I was definitely um, feeling very anxious. I still am. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing has really changed as far as how I feel yeah. until they physically kick a football off on the first day. Yeah. I, nothing changes for me, but we knew recording that, that mm-hmm. literally anything was possible because there yeah. had been a hot mic situation earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. It sounded like some information was going to be coming from the big 10 relatively soon. So recording that we did our best to keep it vague enough understanding that literally anything, absolutely nothing, all of it was on the table. Yeah. So I did listen back to it, I think, on Saturday and Mm -hmm. felt pretty good about what we did. Yeah. But I'm still glad to be re-recording something new. Right. I actually said when you walked in, I'm like, hey, doesn't it feel great to not feel like we're going to probably have to re-record this? Yes. Because that's happened every episode up until this point, basically. (laughs) Now, I will say, if you are a listener to this podcast and you say, but Aaron and Sasha, why should I stick around? Or why should I tell my friends and my family? I'm going to tell you one good reason right now, other than our charming and lovely personalities. Yes. Last week, I said... It had started as October 3rd, October 10th, October 17th. And I said, and I was starting to hear October 24th as a potential option. Yes. I said that on the podcast. Y'all are welcome. It's like, it's like sources. Take know something. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, this is the, I was going to make a joke about how they were anonymous sources to me as in if I did not, not know, who, know they who they were, but no, I, the thing was, it is, came to me in my dreams yes, and just, I'm just going to verify it. Now. it uh, I'm the Madam Yacht. Uh, no, it just, it, the more it started to go forward, you knew you needed so much time. Yeah. So it's fine, but it definitely, uh, it definitely, it definitely cracked me up to listen back on that and to hear it and be like, (laughs) (laughs) perfect. (laughs) So anyway, we now do have a schedule, which we figured there would be something. Yes. And on Wednesday, we, (laughs) we pushed the podcast out a little early on Wednesday morning Mm -hmm. in about an hour. It was about 45 minutes to an hour. It felt like 10 because like you could feel, it was like in the air. I was like frantically putting it like on social and I'm just like, please everyone open and listen to this as quickly as humanly possible. Because very, very soon after that, the big 10 came out and said they would be playing an eight plus one schedule, eight games plus the championship week, which everyone will participate in. Uh, If you are not 
one and one from the West and East, you will still play that weekend. You're Correct. just going to be against two and two, three and three, whatever. So um, at the time, it was eight and one. People wondered what that schedule would look like. Saturday, we got our answer. Yes. Shout out to uh, the Big Ten and Fox for literally derailing everyone Saturday mornings. Yeah. I mean, I hope quite, we didn't have plans. Well, <laughs> so I, um, I was going to be on my way down to Lincoln. I wanted uh, muchachos. We had a reason, uh, my fiance and I had a reason to, his family's from Lincoln. So we had a reason to be on our way down. And I, he was driving. I was literally in the car, like listening and mm -hmm. updating. And it just, uh, you, you do what you have to do sometimes. I remember yeah. my uh, claim to fame. Everyone has this story of every reporter has a story of where they were when they had to do something mm -hmm. sort of unconventional because mm -hmm. a story broke. Mine was sitting at a gas station on an exit between Omaha and Lincoln because Cameron Jurgens committed yeah, and he, he committed sort of, uh, unexpectedly. So I wasn't, we were ready for it. Like we had a pre-write and everything, but we weren't expecting it at that moment. Right. So here I am like pulling off into a gas station and like sitting on the side of the road just to, I mean, people have the stories of writing in McDonald's mm -hmm. and random, you know, small towns across Nebraska. On the fly booking a guest as a reaction to what's just happened. Oh yeah. Mike Riley hire. Jason, I already was talking to Jason Peter and I'm like, dude, <laughs> do you have time right now? Just right now. Cause he's like, why, this. what happened? And he goes, oh wait, yes I do. And <laughs> we had just gone to commercial. So the timing of it was impeccable. It, perfect. <laughs> we all have these stories. And so for me, Saturday morning was, well, I guess we're going to fill this out. And just if you somehow have been living under a rock, which I assume you haven't been, but let's just say hypothetically you were because the one... The, the one journalism rule is to assume everyone is an idiot, just to be clear. Right. So yes. I've had people who come at me and are like, oh, I already know this. Why are you retelling me? The reason maybe why there is, is because that person who does not. You are, you are speaking to the person who may not. So if you do not, here's the order. I'm not going to say the dates because the dates are technically not set in stone. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, the week that Nebraska plays Iowa is is probably going to be a Black Friday game. Mm -hmm. I would assume it will be played on Black Friday since right. that was what they were pushing for. Uh, but right now, the Big Ten just has it listed as November 28th. That's a Saturday. I don't think that's going to be the case. Right. So anyway, we know that like the week, the first week, Nebraska does has it have its game. They mm -hmm. play Saturday, October 24th, and they're the noon kickoff, noon Eastern. It's 11 a.m. Central. If you're in any yeah. other time zone, do your own conversion. Because we'll probably screw it up. I anyway. will mess it up. It is uh, Big Ten breakfast football for those of you on the West Coast. Um, so week one is at Ohio State. Week two, Wisconsin at home. Week three, at Northwestern. Week four, Penn State at home. Um, and when I say at home, at Memorial Stadium. Mm -hmm. Week five, Illinois at home. Week six, at Iowa. That, again, is Thanksgiving weekend. More than likely, that will be a Black Friday matchup. I would be shocked if it is not. I would be, too. Um, for TV purposes, there's no reason yeah. it wouldn't be, uh, week eight, Minnesota at home. And then that week nine championship weekend, which is obviously to be determined. We don't have an idea where they're going to play them. We have no idea on right. any of that. So that is a big question mark across the board. Yes. So that is it. But, but it is not it because no, some of y'all are real mad. You're real mad. You guys, in fact, I just made the R and the M um, once. Like, mad. Mad. Mm -hmm. um, 
Calm down. Calm down. My goodness. It's not enough that they actually potentially have a season. Like that isn't good enough for you. I have no idea if any of this is, we talked about this last (laughs) week on the podcast. The big 10 has put some incredibly. Yeah. Did we talk about this? I've no, no, no we, we talked about it. this. We talked about this what on potentially. the, yes. And we also talked about it on the varsity club podcast. Yeah. So if and you, I was here that day. you were here, so I'm just like meshing them all together. So if you want kind of like a secondary piece to the last week, last week's mind your own podcast, tune in the varsity club podcast, mm-hmm. because we do talk about how strict the big tens, um, COVID-19 yeah. regulations are. It honestly, Rightfully so. They're they're protecting themselves. They have to do it. I have a hard time seeing how every team in this conference is going to get a full schedule in, but we're operating as if it's going to happen right, right now. So anyway, the first thing that really started to happen was the second, because what, what Fox and the Big Ten did, which we knew they were going to do, is they decided to roll these these out one by one, week by week, so that they could drag this on a little bit, make a big deal about right. it. You know, if, if... It's back. It's back. <laughs> you know, if, if nothing else, it got everyone's attention on the Big Ten on a day they weren't playing. Makes right. sense. But the second they announced week one at Ohio State, <laughs> my, my, my Twitter literally exploded out of my computer. Yeah. People were somewhere between stages of hysteria um <laughs> just frustration i mean it was it. it was it was very entertaining and then it slowly turned into this very divisive line of people who were like stop complaining mm-hmm. and then the people who were like i have every right to complain because they're screwing us so the reason that people i think believe this to be the case is since nebraska started i don't you can't chirping air- yeah, <laughs> Not I don't even. know, because Nebraska had eight players who sued the conference, yeah, yeah. and because Scott Frost did that press conference, everyone's like, well, because Nebraska was so vocal and so willing mm-hmm. to go out on a limb, they're punishing them. No. Here's the thing. I'm going to just point something out. All of these opponents on this schedule were the exact same on this schedule. To So we've had three schedules now. Yes. Every yes. single one of these was on the original, original schedule. Yes. All of these were on the second iteration of the schedule. The only difference on that one, outside of the two games that have been now been dropped to right. this one, mm-hmm. Wisconsin went from being an away game to home mm-hmm. because they saw it as an opportunity. There was some discrepancy in how that the home and aways were working. Yes. So they used this as a chance that Wisconsin would come here twice. Nebraska is going to Purdue back to back, back to back years, but it will hopefully solve some travel issues in the future. That was the one thing that changed. Now they dropped off Rutgers, mm-hmm. which was supposed to be Nebraska's first, first game. game. And then they dropped off Michigan State, which no one cared about Michigan State because they're like they weren't going to be there to begin with. The thing though is, is that week one, if you're looking, if if you're looking at who the Big Ten is going to put in that slot for Nebraska, Ohio State or Rutgers, Mm -hmm. I need you to give me a reason they would have picked Rutgers. Why would they ever pick Rutgers? And you know what? Like the original schedule, they were going to play them on the 31st anyway, so it's not far off from the original date they were supposed to play. I get okay, fine, it's the first game of their now season. But how is that a punishment when you're going to play them anyway? Mm-hmm. I don't understand where that where that idea comes from. It's because they went from playing Purdue to open the season and then Rutgers to open the season to now Ohio State. But here's the thing. 
So you have to play your ass off right out the gate. Oh, Honestly, darn. I'm I'm of the belief system that this this schedule actually works out favorably for Nebraska, and I will tell you why. Mm-hmm. As we saw in Week One with the Big Twelve and the Sun Belt kick their butts every which way to Sunday. This when you can get a team early in the season right now because for the record, Wandale Robinson actually made this comment. He was on Husker Sports Nightly mm-hmm. on Monday night, so we are recording on a Tuesday. So this is very recent. Yes. He's, he basically said, we haven't worn pads in nine months. Mm-hmm. Full pads. Because I had a moment where I had to take a step back and I had to be like, excuse me, because right. they've worn spider pads and they've had practices with helmets. Mm-hmm. But they never got far enough in spring ball to actually have full pads right. on. So they have not had full pads on since Iowa yeah. of last year. That was a while ago, guys. Nine months. So here's the thing. Everybody's coming into this. No... Nobody really in the Big Ten got through spring ball too far. There right. wasn't anybody yeah. who started – a couple of teams started a week or two earlier than Nebraska and got, you know, a few extra practices in. But nobody has been in pads in quite some time. Yeah. So you're going to get Ohio State at a time where if you're going to get a shot at them, this, this is the time it. to get your shot because – Everyone's going to be rusty. Everyone, no, I'm not going to say that, like, Ohio State is probably more on the line of, like, Clemson. Right, right, but right. Nebraska, I do not believe, is on the same line as Citadel. Right. So I don't think you're going to have a Clemson-Citadel situation. I think you legitimately will have a team that can come in. And I, I've been talking to some people, other reporters around the league, and uh, qu- quite a few people. So for the record, for those of you who are like, everyone in this league hates us. Everyone hates Nebraska. That's not true. It's not true. Because I've talked to reporters who cover other teams, and they believe that there's a possibility that this could be a shootout. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Ohio State may not be the most, like, may not be the cleanest defensively. Nebraska, if if the offense becomes what we have assumed it could be for a couple of years. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's going to be, you know, neck and neck, but like could They're could, not gonna get boat raced is what you're trying to say. Right. Could you know if, if Ohio State wins fifty six to thirty five. Right. Are you walking away from that upset as a Nebraska Mad? fan? Right. Probably I don't not, think especially so. on the road, because as a reminder, we've all sat through um, the 2016 game on the road. So anyway, I just, I think if you are Nebraska, you look at that, you get Ohio, you, you get Ohio State early. You now have Wisconsin coming to you, which was the case with the second version of the schedule. But right. originally walking into 2020, you were going to have to go to Wisconsin. Yeah. You do not have to do that now. You now have Wisconsin coming to you. And I think that that is a, a huge benefit and possible like just presents a number of possibilities it's a little bit of a leg up for you yes because i just want to point out so this was nebraska's original schedule which you mentioned and i tweeted it so yeah shout out to the hill versus yearbook for having this because (laughs) so they would have opened the season with purdue at home so the first month would have been at home and then you go into non-conference play with central michigan south dakota state cincinnati now I don't want to say that all three of those games were even like the non-conference were super winnable either. I mean, I think that there are some challenges there. Then they would have gone at Northwestern, Illinois at home, at Rutgers, at Ohio State, Penn State at home, at Iowa, at Wisconsin, Minnesota Minnesota. at home. That back half of that schedule, those seven games were brutal. Because to tell you, like, yes, at Rutgers is probably a win, is 
it's probably, I don't think you can say anything is safe with Nebraska and he said currently. Uh, yeah. And I don't think, to be honest, I don't think Scott Frost would make that comment either. I do no. not think he would say any game is safe. So I don't think I'm speaking out of turn to say that. But to go on the road at Rutgers and then immediately the week, week later turn around and go to at Ohio State, yeah. those are two, like, that's a lot of travel back to back. Absolutely. And then you get Penn State coming to you. Right. And then you travel again to Iowa and Wisconsin before having Minnesota come to you. So that are people brutal. saying that they would have rather had that iteration? I'd rather have the current one. I That's mean, what no, I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I'm, if you, if what are you freaking out about? I just can't. I can't. It can't. doesn't make sense to me. Like, I, I, I don't really check Twitter as often I as maybe I much. should. I try, I'll hop on for a little bit, maybe 10 minutes each day, and then I get irritated immediately so I shut it down yep but on days when there's bigger breaking news I'll go and check just to kind of check the temperature a little bit I wouldn't say I was shocked given the atmosphere in the fan base around what's happened yeah through this whole thing but like you guys Calm down. Well, see, the problem is, and like I, we I'm talked about, wildly your arms shaking, are shaking my hands everywhere. I oh, the thing that like you're probably if you hear like a noise in the background, it's because I keep slamming my like this giant titanium steel water thing to the like table, which is not <laughs> great for sound acoustics. Um, but I just the thing is, is like I understand that there's sort of this like Nebraska feels slighted right now, but I get it. That's fine. Okay. So that's one thing with fans. Fans have been upset because of how some national media has responded to it. Now, stop responding to them then and they'll stop. It automatically squashes itself out. It's not as loud. If you don't, like, don't ignore it, fine. But like, talk about it with your friends and not on Twitter. Yeah, and also maybe. like... I don't know. Also with like, because the big thing with Pat Forty, he knows, he knows that he's, he's got your attention. Mm-hmm. And Nebraska still is coming across exactly as he believes he's presenting yes. it. So here's the thing. Even if you can't ignore it, you have to understand where um, it's not always a great look. I don't want to be overly critical here. And so I'm going to actually right. point people to something because I think he said it far better than I will. It didn't help that Bill Moose made yeah. the comments that he yeah. did. Yeah. I agree with that. So Derek Peterson, uh, who's one of our staff writers for Hill Varsity, he's the one who hosts the Varsity Club podcast that we were telling you to go listen to. He wrote his column for the week. He does a a Sunday advance for a Monday column, Mm -hmm. and it was about Moose's comments. And he said, right, the first first section, he said, sometimes you see an interview and know almost immediately they're going to regret that one later. Saturday felt like one of those times. Because – Bill Moose came out and he he talked about how he went 0-3 in the things that he wanted. Now, I would actually argue back against him because one of the things he did say he wanted was Iowa on Thanksgiving weekend, and he got it. Right. He got it. Like, you literally were able in a, the weirdest of ways to self-correct something and get the team you wanted on Black right. Friday back in that spot. So I know it feels like you went 0 and 3 in other regards because he's on that like scheduling subcommittee but like you did get this one piece right. that you said you were going to do so uh, he the one comment that he made that just like the second i saw it i was like oh oh no oh no let me go find cuz that that i think in conjunction with the way the schedule rolled out you see ohio state on the road and that's your first game then coupled 
with the atmosphere that's already kind of like on fire anyway. Mm-hmm. Then Bill Moose's comment. Well, because which Moose, was I've got a good football team with a great football coach that deserves a break here or there to start getting back on track to being a contender in the Big Ten West. Okay, that sounds couple that bad with what happened. Yes. We touched back on that, but then Pat Forty's (laughs) com like columns and comments on Twitter, it just created this like bubble of like atmospheric gas and then it all exploded everywhere. Now I want to also say something. Like Pat Forty is a bit of a personality in the sense that he is going bigger and he's going bigger and bolder than like even like I mean, it's more than like I would if I was if I was writing a call him myself I, right. that's not my style right um and that type of style is very polarizing so he knows that like yes. that that he knows that it's like dating someone or a, even like a, a close family member and they know what buttons to push so they're right. gonna keep pushing them to get the reaction they want that's because exactly what he's doing i read the column that the most recent column that lord knows if there's another one by the time this podcast comes <laughs> out but like i read the one that at that the most recent point that we're talking everyone yeah. was upset about and freaking out about and i'll be honest please do not come for me but like i i didn't completely disagree with everything he was saying mm-hmm but I felt like when you're saying the word, like you're talking about how something's not fair and Nebraska's complaining about it, you don't need to put 10 R's on the end of the word to make your point. Right. I understand you're trying to do it for like the dramatic effect of it. Right. But it just comes across as really, um, it, it comes across, I don't even know how to put it into words. It comes across as mean-spirited. and Condescending. Yeah, that's the, yeah. thank you. Condescending is a good word for that because it just... It feels like at that point you're trying, you're you're past the point you're trying to make and you're now just trying to also take little like digs at people. Right. You're just like twisting the knife then at that point. Right. Because you already inserted it. Like, do I you think can... some people are whining? Yes, sure. I do. Like I, I think we need to like take a step back and go like, thank God a schedule's even being played. Right. And I, I'm not trying to like be like, just appreciate what you've been given. That's not it at all. But like- right. I'm still concerned that this is not going to happen. I agree. I don't, th- I honestly am of the belief, and this is like derailing us a little bit, that every single game is not going to be played. I really don't think so either. And I, I think, I think, you know, I've seen a couple of people and <laughs> for the record, like if you're ever like, no one ever, like, I feel like I'm saying these things on Twitter. Like I do see them. Thank you for also like being like willing to like go against the grain when, everyone else is going this way. Yeah, now right. I have seen a few people who've made the comment of like, I'm a little bit concerned that like the full schedule won't even be played. So mm-hmm. like, I'm not in the place to be upset that the schedule looks any which way because right. I just want to have games and right. I'm afraid it won't happen. And I, I that's kind of where I'm at mm-hmm. is I'm just take it one week at a time. And honestly, that Ohio State matchup is one that like, is going to get your team excited. We've oh, seen, for sure. We've seen, speaking of Wandale Robinson, his tweet right away was like, all right, let's go. Casey Rogers tweeted um, something from, uh, I, I don't even remember what movie it was, but like an I am Spartacus type mm-hmm. of uh, gif. This team is ready. They don't care who you throw at them. They don't care if you gave them the Kansas City Chiefs against right. Patrick Mahomes right now. Like they're going in there no matter what you give them. They want to play. They want to play. And you know what? I think that's how Scott Frost feels as well. Now, yeah. I this this feels kind of like awkwardly sandwiched into this, but like 
you know, obviously our deepest condolences to the Frost family. Uh, A lot of people were wondering initially on Wednesday when that, that announcement came out, why they hadn't heard from Frost as it, as people found out as the week went forward. Mm -hmm. Um, Unfortunately, Larry Frost, who is a former Husker himself, a legendary coach alongside his wife, Carol. um, Unfortunately, Larry died last week at the age of 73. So um, deepest condolences to the Frost and all of those who loved and um, knew Larry because he had a significant impact. And yes. It was clear from what we saw, not only with his memorial service, but on Twitter. Um, yeah. So obviously Frost is, Scott Frost has been in a situation where he's had, he's had something much bigger to deal with right now. Yep. So we haven't heard from him, but I feel like if we do hear from him, He's going to be more aligned with we're ready to play whoever we're going to play. Exactly. Because that is the type of, let's just call it like it is. What do people know Frost for? Scott Frost. I keep saying Frost having now mentioned his dad, Larry. But what did people know Scott Frost for? Is they knew him to always sort of be a little bit of an asshole because of how competitive he was when he was a player. Because that is who he is. He is a competitive guy. Yeah. Who... Who's, how often does a quarterback, and I credit Derek for pointing this out, how often does a quarterback in college go from that to playing defense in yeah. the NFL because they're willing to just do it? Scott Frost. Because yeah. Scott Frost is a competitive guy. Yeah. And he's not looking at the schedule going, oh, woe is me. No, absolutely not. He's like, all right, bring it on. Yeah. Like, he's like, let's go. He's I've got a team. Fired up. Yeah, he believes in his team. I mean, come yeah. on. So... I think, you know, once we're able to start hearing from Scott a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Now, I do want to just say a little side note. Like, there was a comment that was passed around a little bit on Twitter yesterday about a comment he made at his father's memorial sort of about the Big Ten and, like, his dad's take on it. I just want to put out there, I, I, I don't care about that comment. Um, I It's not worth, it's it's not worth even, like, repeating, and I'm going to tell yeah. you why. It was made at a, it was made at a memorial during a eulogy in jest and I I'm not willing to go down that path of like how does this represent Scott's opinion on the Big Ten right now don't do that it doesn't until we hear from him and he does his his media and he tells us don't do that I understand we're all starved for like what something means. anything yeah just you know let those moments just be what they are in the moment right and just move forward so for me, until I hear from Scott in person, my understanding, I believe this is exactly what we'll get when we hear from him, is I'm ready. They could have given us anyone. We yeah. don't care. We're ready to go. Right. Because Nebraska has led this. I mean, from the moment he held that press conference, it has been Nebraska saying, we are willing to be, we are willing to hang ourselves out here to drive for all of you to pick on us, to come at right. us. But just to play the game that just we to want it. to play, that we love. Like, Yeah. yeah. so I just think I understand I you know it's been a long off season Mm -hmm. and I think we're all really so incredibly long I think it's just been I think that is the other layer to this whole entire thing is with everything that's gone on this entire year to begin with the one thing that a lot of people escape to and through would be sports and especially Mm -hmm. around here Nebraska football so I get like being frustrated, but every single thing that's said and iterated and uttered or whispered or anything doesn't mean everything. Like just let the chips kind of 
fall where they may yeah. for right now. And I don't mean to, I didn't mean to, if I came off as rude earlier and kind of told you to shut up and calm down Me? people, no, um, <laughs> I'm but offended. I, I get, I get calmed down a little bit. Like yeah, take a breath. I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna work out the way it's going to work out. There's not really anything you can do about it. Mm-hmm. I so mean, hopefully there's football. So what if it's Ohio state? The last time Nebraska went to Ohio State, and I just keep thinking of, like, there was a couple of, yeah, Nebraska didn't win, but there was a couple of, like, really good moments in that game. And um, it actually it actually created some, like, a little bit of, like, friendly rivalry on Twitter between players, I remember. And yeah. so, like, in my opinion, like, let's just embrace, you know, I think, I think this is another way to look at it. When Nebraska joined the Big Ten – and Nebraska fans may say, well, the Big Ten hasn't exactly held up to its end of the deal in our opinion, but I'm going to also just say Nebraska has not held up to its end of the deal quite. Yeah. Not quite yet either. However, when you look at who the Big Ten wanted Nebraska to be playing, didn't matter. At the time, it was legends and leaders, but mm-hmm. it didn't matter in what side of the, the division you were on. They, they were really pairing Nebraska up with your true blue bloods of Ohio State, mm-hmm. Penn State, Michigan, Wisconsin, and they still are because to a degree, I think there's a level of respect I was there. just going to say that. I was like, how is that not respect? Do you want them to say, hey, you only deserve to play Rutgers? Yeah. Or I, Maryland? I mean. Like, come on. No offense to Rutgers. I was actually really or, looking forward to Rutgers right. because I wanted to see Noah Vedral for Rutgers, yeah. but um, I mean, I just think a little bit of it is, is like, it may feel unfair, but that's just because Nebraska is still in the state of trying to get over a hump it hasn't been able to get over yet. I agree with that. I think that that is like another layer of our beautiful Shrek onion that <laughs> that the, this fan base goes through and endures. I think that they're ready for that change. Mm-hmm. It's like, Waiting for the other foot to drop, but in a positive way. Right. Like, and I totally understand that. I get it. But at the same time, I feel like there's, like, the expectations are so high that, you know, we're Nebraska. Like, yeah, awesome. Yeah. But. And to be honest, like, like when you look at this year, like, this, every, nothing in 2020 makes sense anymore. Everything oh, is yeah. terrible. Everything is bad. <laughs> um, I just think. I think for for the way I'm seeing it for Nebraska, this is an opportunity to take advantage of whatever this is. Yep. Because there's really no – like, because here's the thing. There's really no expectations out there. Any of the guys that are playing this game can come back for another year if right. they want it. The, there's literally nothing to lose and everything to gain. Yep. It's one of those things where if you have a crap season, cool – you're playing in a pandemic. Right. Like, you, there's probably a giant asterisk at the end of it anyway. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, I'm not trying to sit here and be like, hey, everyone, like, you know, don't appreciate this season mm-hmm. for being a season, but to, to a degree, it's not normal. Right. So at this point, like, Nebraska can have the biggest chip on its shoulder and could go through this and end up having, yeah, an, and I have no that. idea. Yeah. There, you know, Vegas is not quite is confident. Um, but it doesn't matter. The, the thing is, is Nebraska has a shot at Ohio state on the road week one. Yeah. What's the answer? You're going to show up and you're going to play. And every single person who, whether you've 
been okay with the schedule. You've complained. You're going to show up and you're going to watch that game. So I think at this point, the best thing that we can all do Mm -hmm. is just like sit back and enjoy whatever happens. Enjoy what it is. You're starting to get photos from Nebraska's football practices. You're starting to see like, I mean, talking about Derek Peterson again, he shared a story on Hale Varsity about real football topics that we can talk about. (laughs) We have not been able to do that since July when we thought that there was something to talk about. So I think we just, we just got to like enjoy what we have for the moment because heaven knows what else this year is going to throw this way. So just like, exactly. Just chill because I mean, like there are things for me where I get really excited so last spring, the one the one day of availability we got made that day just like live in memory. Um, the question I asked a bunch of people is like, who's going to wear number zero? The NCAA yeah. had just approved the ability for a player to wear, wear the number zero. And um, everyone had kind of settled on it would either be like their money was on Luke McCaffrey mm-hmm. on offense or... I don't think we said Cam Taylor Britt on defense. I'd have to go look who our defensive uh, pick was. But I was, like, pretty sold on, like, if there's going to be somebody on the offense who will do it, it'll be Luke McCaffrey. Well, we finally have our zero. And we wouldn't know who our zero was if we did not have football to practice And it is freshman defensive back Ronald Delancey III. He's the first known Husker to wear number zero. He shared it on his Instagram. Um... That's amazing. That's Uh, that's exciting. It's exciting. Yes. Tim, who is a contributor for Nebraska 24-7, shared those photos on. um, He shared those photos on Twitter. So I am just like, Ronald is my new favorite player of all time because of the, well, at Nebraska, because he's the first to wear zero. I wanted to know who it would be. Yeah. Shout out to Ronald Delancey III. You got it. You did it. This is the question I've been asking since March. (laughs) Right. But we would not have had this answer if the Big Ten hadn't given a schedule. Exactly. So let's just call it a wash. Let's. We wouldn't have our zero. Wallow in the zero. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. I just, oh my gosh. It's just been, it's maybe, maybe part of it is like for me, it's just been so much drama for so long. Yeah. Where I'm at a point now where it's like, okay, Enough with the drama. Let's just, yeah. let's just roll. Exactly. Let's just call it a day. I mean, as much as like, yes, as I LFG man. Yes, <laughs> some of y'all are upset because there's no fans in the stands. You know what? Oh. I don't care. Families are going to be able to watch their kids play. They'll be in the stands. Awesome, love yep. it. You have a TV at home, I'm sure. Like it's going to be weird. I understand. Have someone throw it up in their garage. You can social social distance in the driveway. Maybe yeah. you have a little bonfire or something. I mean, from what I understand, and there will be more about it to come, the rail yard in Lincoln is going to have the games on the big screen where you'll be able to, like, I don't know if it's, like, how you'll reserve your tickets, but basically be able to reserve a spot so that you can socially distance and safely be away from yes. people while also still having that environment. Being able to cheer yes. for your favorite team. So, like, things are going to happen. It's going to be exciting. Yes. Where did the excitement get lost? Like, that's what miffs me. I think that's why I get so frustrated, I think, is the word I was looking for earlier. Like, that's where I get frustrated. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm jacked because 
Now I understand. Finally, if, I understand if you're a little hesitant because I'm I'm, yes. I'm here with you. If you're someone who's like I'm really jacked about the schedule, but I'm also but, a little concerned because yes. it's a pandemic and that's a little alarming. The one thing I will say is I know it seems strict, but I have to give the Big Ten credit because we do know that they're working with Ohio State has an incredible medical facility. We know Nebraska medicines. Yeah. Nebraska Medical Center has been involved in all of this. We know some of the best experts are weighing in on this. The thing that the Big Ten has done with its rules that I feel good about understanding that I know nothing. Right. I would like to be clear, I know nothing. I'm not a doctor. I just pretend when I read WebMD when I'm feeling <laughs> like I need to. Yeah. Um, the thing that they have done is they have set themselves up not only to to safeguard the players, but to also help understand. So by by having a player sit out for 21 days after they test positive, which I want to be clear, they'll do the rapid testing. If a positive test comes back, then they have to go do a second test because mm-hmm. we obviously know from from other conferences in the NFL that false positive or false positives are possible. Right. So they're taking that. They're taking that and they're using it to their advantage so that if they get a positive, they'll go and retest to make sure that there wasn't something that um, maybe incorrectly provided that positive. And then, yes, they're going to ask that player to sit out for 21 days. And if you're a Nebraska fan and that player is Wandale Robinson, that stinks. He's out for 21 days. However, what the Big Ten is saying is it's not just about having him recover from COVID-19 and not being – not being able to spread it any longer to his teammates. We also need to know what it's doing to his heart. Exactly. And that is where they, I think in this whole thing, when we talked last week and we said, what is the holdup here? I think fans probably were a part of it. I think the testing and all of the pieces that have to go into it were another component. Mm -hmm. And you know, I know it seems maybe a little, it maybe seems a little dramatic for some people. Right. But again, we all know nothing. We're not like, we don't have medical professionals so it's a pandemic i would yeah exactly (laughs) it's like uncharted territory for this time this this day and age like yeah sure there have been pandemics before but Mm -hmm. not in 2020 so the big 10 is just trying to say hey let us they're trying to keep the players that you love and the teams that you love watching safe so i think above anything else like that we should be like cool i'm glad that they're taking those measures. I would rather be safe than have anything mm-hmm. horrible safe happen. Sorry. Again, you know, this season is going to be bonkers for so many reasons. Yeah. yeah. Things that we don't expect will probably happen. Mm-hmm. Um, players that we, we love to watch will probably have to sit out at points and like, you know what? Um, I say like, let's embrace the craziness and just roll. Yep. That's about all you this, can do. This is what the season is. So just embrace it for whatever it is or is not. I'm just excited to, to see some football. Something, yes, Something. exactly. I mean, it, in you know, as we get closer, you're talking about being able to start seeing basketball yes. happening, other sports. We know volleyball will be looking at January yep. as its start date. So things are not going to be whatever normal is. Things yeah. are not going to be normal for well, some Well, we did time. know normal as is not what normal is anymore. But we're and going that's to have okay. something, like we talked about the importance of having those outlets, those things yeah. that give you a place to um, focus yourself for your own mental health, for mm-hmm. your own, like, just to have things. This is that. So yes. let's just embrace it as much as we can. Right. Otherwise, it's going to be a long winter. A really, long winter. You thought the last nine months has been long 
it's going to be longer. So much longer. So let's just embrace some semblance of happiness <laughs> as long as it will last. Yes. And be okay with it. I'm just, that's where I'm at. <laughs> and I, I will say, I do appreciate, cause we've heard from a, we've heard from more of you, um, on Twitter and, um, you can always email us at mind your own podcast at hailvarsity.com. But, uh, we've heard a little bit from some of you who've been listening to the episodes. And I, I, when I heard, when I listened back to this last week, I have to reiterate this. I do believe like we, I, I heard myself say, you know, I hope that like the vibes and the good energy we're putting out into the universe, I hope is that what it's bringing you here. But if, even if you come here mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I hope you leave feeling better. Yeah. Um, like, even if you don't agree with us on everything, right. I hope you leave feeling better than you started maybe this podcast. That That is ultimately the goal. And I still believe that's true because I know I see some of you on Twitter. We don't agree on everything, right. but it doesn't, it, it, you know what? It's okay. Like we're allowed to all have like differing viewpoints yes. as long as we can be respectful of one another and have a conversation about it. If we want to have a conversation yeah. about it, a conversation, not a screaming match. Yes. Don't scream <laughs> at me because I just don't do well with that. Right. But I do want to say too, and <laughs> y- y'all are just so funny. So, um, <laughs> This week, by the time you listen to this, so first of all, I forgot to say this at the top of this episode. Happy first day of fall. Today is the first yeah. day of fall. When you're listening to this, it's the second day of fall. It's officially pumpkin spice latte yes. season. I mean, it's like summer Folks. in Nebraska again. Yeah. I mean, I'm wearing like layers inside because, or like long sleeves inside because the air it's is still chilly. on. The you, This is that time of year where the air conditioning is still on, but yep. it's like really hot outside. Fall. Yeah. It's like going to be 90 this week. Yeah. It's crazy. This is, this is a Nebraska like fall. It, <laughs> yeah. Typical. I rem- typical. I remember when I coached high school cheerleading, like every week was so different on Fridays, Thursdays and Fridays, like one week they would be in like full, like cold weather gear. And the next week they're in like their skirts and like n- no long sleeves at all. It's like yeah. skirts and like the shells. <laughs> and it would just like be like that all season long. I mean, you'd even have like, I've had unseasonally yeah. warm Iowa games at Nebraska where I remember a couple of years ago, it was Riley's last game. Yeah. We all knew he was going to get fired that weekend. It was his last game. It was like 75. It was not balmy. Yeah. I remember <laughs> I like was sweating. I had like a jacket over a sweater and I was like sweating. Right. So, I mean, this is that time of the year where it's just it's a up and down, up and down. Get your fall gear out, but also keep your summer stuff out. Yes. Until it snows. <laughs> now, I will say, I will say, um, by the time you also listen to this, it will be after the fact. But I still think it's really important. So to Tuesday, September, what even is the date? The September 22nd is National Voter Registration Day. Mm-hmm. So when you're listening to this, whether it's on Wednesday or Thursday or like a week from now, I don't care. Go register to vote. Please. That is not political. I want to be clear on something. It's your right to vote. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why what do you want you to? You all just listen to my like complete like <laughs> feelings about this. So the Big Ten tweeted they're because they made a they made their their statement this summer that they're going to put a challenge out to encourage more athletes to register to vote. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to get out of those mentions telling them that like it's political and a stick to sports and blah 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 blah. Because first and foremost, <laughs> you're responding to the conference. You're not responding to a sports account. Right. Come on. But also, no, they're not telling these athletes how to vote. They're encouraging them to To. register to vote. Yeah. It's not political. I'm sorry. Get out of those mentions. Don't do what I did. Don't go look at the mentions because then what happens and you fall into a trap of like... (laughs) 
I want to respond to all these people. Right. Um, it's not, it's not political. So here's the thing. If you're like, how can I vote? Go to vote.gov. Vote.gov will get you your information. Um, the things that you need to know is every state is different. There are deadlines for voter registration. There's deadlines for like in what, depending on in-person mail-in ballots, all of that stuff, it varies by state. So I do not want to say anything specifically here about how it is or is not going to work for you personally, because I don't know where you're listening from. I don't know where you would be at, but you can also go if you'd like to, um, I actually personally retweeted this one because I'm a big fan of when we all vote. Mm -hmm. Um, that is, uh, Michelle Obama's organization that Mm -hmm. she started. Um, big fan of their work. Yeah. Again, it's not political. They're always very, they're very like focused on getting people registered. Mm-hmm. So there, so you can either go to vote.gov or you can go to we all dot vote backslash register, or you can go to my Twitter. It's at Aaron Sorensen. I have yes. it tweeted there. Um, but I loved, they gave a couple of things. They said, register to vote, make a plan for voting. So like talk about how you're going to do it. Am I going to do it in person? Am I doing a mail-in mm-hmm. ballot? Am I doing um, early early in person. There's so many things that you need to do and then go get five friends to do the exact same thing. Yeah. It's so simple. I got to give a shout out to all of the social media networks. Um, Facebook has had it top front and center. Instagram has, um, I saw something last night on, um, Monday night football where they said something like 39% of registered voters didn't show up to vote. Yep. That's horrific. First and foremost, like that number is already so small because people aren't registering to vote. But if you're going to register to vote, then make the commitment to show up and do it. Because here's the thing, your vote does matter, especially in local elections. Yes. Local elections, especially like, I don't even want to like, sometimes I just get so frustrated because everyone wants to just hyper focus on the presidential election, which is important as well. But your local elections mean more in the short term for you Specifically, as an individual. Yes. yes. So if you're unhappy with whoever your elected officials are in your jurisdiction, that was the time and the opportunity for you to cast your vote to try to change that. Yes. Yes. Just and the thing is, is and I am happy and like, again, I don't believe that this is political funny little fun fact about me, not funny. It might be funny to somebody. I was actually a political science minor Mm -hmm. because at one point I thought it would be really fun to work on a campaign trail or to work in the White House. Yeah. Don't feel that way any longer. (laughs) But I actually really love politics. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting when I tell people that because they're like, why do you like politics? And it's like, well, I don't like the yelling and the screaming and all this stuff. But I do love... um, I do love what it means. I do love what it represents. I do love what it symbolizes. I love the ability to have a civil conversation with somebody about politics. Yes. Yeah. Knowing that like I'm very strong in my beliefs, but like I'm often the person who will be like, I want to hear your beliefs, yeah. but I don't want to hear them if you're going to yell at me right. or if it's going to be. Why, and why do you feel that way? Yeah. Because then that helps you like. I'm the same way. Like I would like to understand or change my own view. Exactly. Like help me, like help me be a better citizen by sharing your concerns and your views. It's just, um, I, I am happy to do that on this podcast every week too. Like that's the challenge. Go register to vote. But like, there's, there's so many good resources out there that will let you, um, look into who, who aligns with what you believe in. Because so often we get hyper-focused on, um, a party or one ex- like one issue, yes, that yeah. we don't see the bigger picture of what things matter. 
So um, not only register, here's the thing, this week, just go get yourself registered to vote. Don't worry about anything else. Yeah. But let's do the research later to make sure that you're voting for who you can feel really good about. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just talking at a federal level. I'm talking locally, the people that matter to you and are going to make big changes for you as well at home. So again, don't worry about those this week, but just go get yourself registered to vote because none of it matters if you don't have the ability to go. Exactly. And then I'm going to tell you every single week, show your damn ass up and go vote. Because (laughs) if I see another damn commercial that says 39% of registered voters didn't show up to vote, I am going to single-handedly come and find every single one of you. (laughs) We'll just limit it to maybe like people who listen to this podcast to start, because that's a lot of people. But I will come and find you, and I will not be pleased. (laughs) You heard it here, folks. (laughs) You better register to vote. Uh, I have to ask you, though, really quick. Did Mm -hmm. you end up watching? Because... I did not, and I'm going to tell you why. I was really busy, but I'm going to probably watch it tonight. The social dilemma. I I did. I watched it last week, actually, after we, like, that evening after we recorded. Um, It wasn't anything to me that I haven't thought or known before, but it did re-solidify to me the issue that we are going to run into with social media, if it's not regulated in some capacity. Yeah, uh, that comment did stand out to me, but uh, there was a few other things. And I, I, I actually would strongly, regardless of your feelings on anything, mm-hmm. just watch it because it's a little enlightening if you haven't thought of it that way before. Hmm. The, 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 like right at the top, um, it was the quote that if you're not paying for something, you are the product. Yep. And, like, I just got goosebumps again because if you really think about that. It's kind of skeezy feeling. It's it like is. A, like, you kind of and they feel... go more in depth on how how they're doing this. Mm-hmm. The reason that we don't pay for social media is because of advertising, but there's a specific reason that and how they keep you coming back. And it's mm-hmm. creepy. It is. It's creepy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I applaud all of you who are like, I don't get on social media, but I don't honestly know how you would have gotten to this podcast without it. So right. yeah. the thing is, is it's a, it's a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to watch it. I, so I said that last week and then um, the Big Ten stuff started happening. Yeah. And to be honest, every, every shit just hit the fan consecutively. And so every single day I kept saying, I'm like, I need to watch it. I need to watch it. So yeah. Um, it's like for me tonight, it's either that or Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. I think I'll probably pick the social dilemma. Um, it's very good. It's it's enlightening. And I think that if you if you end up enjoying that, you and people who are listening and you're intrigued about it, I would really suggest after watching it, reading The Power of Habit. Hmm. I've seen that book. It's, it's really interesting and enlightening to me. Um, just because it's stuff that I've thought for a while, but I didn't understand how exactly it worked. Right. And it puts a lot of things in perspective. It's pretty cool. I've seen the book. It's crazy, but it's cool. (laughs) I'll have to, uh, yeah, I just, I'm so fascinated by, you know, social. It's definitely this double-edged sword as a business because Mm -hmm. it has made itself. So here, like, just to give you some insight, one of the hardest things so many businesses went up against, and you did see people come forward and say, like, we're going to pull our advertising dollars. But when Facebook wasn't willing to, like, make any changes around um, following the death of George Floyd, and there was a lot of call, Mm -hmm. um, call for Facebook to make a statement or to do something to um, just to be harder on fake news and to really, like, um, buckle down on some of this. 
uh, you saw some big companies who are able to pull their dollars out. But the thing is, is Facebook has made themselves so invaluable to small businesses to be able to reach large amounts of people for a relatively low cost Mm -hmm. that if you remove that as a small business, you suddenly don't have your, like, you don't have your pipeline any longer. Right. And that's the thing that's a little bit terrifying for me because um, other social networks have not quite replicated that for small businesses in the same way. Yeah. So Twitter does not function as well. Yeah. Um, obviously, Instagram is is the same as Facebook. But right. that's the thing that concerns me is for big companies who are able to say, like, that's fine. We'll pull our dollars out because we don't need it. It's not quite that way for small businesses. And yeah. so then you're you're – you're kind of doing a deal with the devil no matter what you want to do. And so um, I'm so fascinated. I need to watch it. I'm going to yeah. do that. So I, I, I've moved my double homework, but I'm already yeah. registered to vote. So yeah. I'm like, that's your, you get a double homework assignment. It's yeah. not, it doesn't take very much time to register to vote. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so then after you do that, then watch, watch the, the social, social, social dilemma. dilemma. It's on yeah. Netflix. I'm going to have to, I'm really, I, I was excited to watch it last week. I kind of, wasn't able to get to it. I am hoping for a quieter week yeah. on the news front. Yeah. I'm sure things will continue. Um, but the nice part is, no matter when you listen to this, none of this is outdated. Unless you're yeah. listening to it in like 2024. And then, and then like, it'll be, they'll be like, what year is this even from? <laughs> if, <laughs> if you get here in 2024, uh, give us a shout out because I want to know what you're up to. Like, how did you exactly. get here? Um no, but like I said, uh, you can always email us at mindyourownpodcast um, at hillvarsity.com. I'm at Aaron Sorensen. You're at Sasha72. Yes. Oh, got it. <laughs> um, and we love to hear from you. We appreciate, like, you know, we've appreciated all of the, like, comments and feedback you've provided so far. Um, but, like, this is as much a conversation as anything else. So please do not hesitate to tell us what you want to yeah. hear about. If you don't want to hear us talk or mention, you know, the Big Ten, the, same, the Big Ten, same. I don't I'm either. With you. Um, or if you if you don't want to hear Hamilton, random Hamilton quotes, I didn't which have maybe, one in here. I know, I didn't have one. Yeah, in here. I had to throw it in at the end. Mm-hmm. Give us the like, be like, hey, will you guys talk about this? We gladly talk about whatever you want us to talk about, unless it's like the structure everywhere. of the F word. <laughs> then we probably won't talk about it. No, but. <laughs> no, but we can't. We can just chat about Hamilton sometime. Yeah. You know, I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> before I let you all go, I just need to know you don't have an iPhone, right? No. Oh, that's right, because I get the I get the green when I share it with yeah. you. Um, so interesting thing. I will I'll report back next week on my thoughts on it. But they just have an iOS update. And you can now like put these widgets and you can oh. like organize the pages a little bit different differently than it was before. Um, I understand if you have like an Android or any other kind of phone, you're like, great, we've had that forever. Right. Well, <laughs> I don't care. I have an iPhone. So I started, but if you have not, if you just want to waste some time, go Google the people who have been making like aesthetically pleasing um, home pages for this. Because they're not usable. Because if you make the like pretty little like icons, yeah. it takes you to the shortcut app so that you can then get to the app that you want. Oh, that's annoying. It's so annoying. No, mine, mine is not set that way. I just have <laughs> the original apps. I just kind of put a couple of cool like, hey, the weather is right there. Um, but I'll report back on if I uh, go crazy or not. Because it eliminated about half of my uh, apps on the first page. I don't know if that's going to work. Yeah, yeah. 
We'll see. Yeah. I'm very much a creature we'll of habit. Me so <laughs> if I'm like losing my mind by next week, you'll know it's because of my phone. Right. <laughs> but it took me so much. It took me an embarrassing amount of time to like get it to lay, be laid out that way. So like now I feel like I can't change it. Yeah, I know how that goes. Again, email us, mindyourownpodcast at hailvarsity.com. Tweet at us. Otherwise, we're we'll here every Wednesday. We'll talk to you Wednesday. next week. Welcome to fall. <laughs> <laughs>